looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also, practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm going to learn Spanish, I'm going to do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like (laughs) having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic Mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will drain Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And she declined. <laughs> In parentheses. She declined. Here's what we're not going to be talking about. Taylor Swift. Here's what we will be talking about. Other things that aren't Taylor Swift related. We can talk about Taylor Swift briefly. Mm-hmm. Can we even do that? I mean... If all of the different, all of the different Scots in this story. We've definitely shoehorned in more themmy topics because we wanted to, but part of me selfishly is like, I don't even really want to talk about this, so I'm gonna play the them card and be like, mm-hmm. oh, it's too themmy. We po- we cannot possibly discuss this. 
I didn't know who Scott Borchetta was. First of all, too many Scots. Isn't her dad Scott too? Scott Swift? Her dad is named Scott. The guy who <laughs> ran, who runs Big Machine is named Scott. Scooter's and real the- name is Scott. Like there are too many Scots. Scott Disick's just going to show up just to be like, did anyone say there was a party of Scots happening? Like he's like, I just bought the masters to mean. (laughs) (laughs) I just bought one. I don't even think Scott Disick could afford one. Um, I don't, we don't, we don't have to talk about the the whole drama, but it was really funny watching it unfold in the exact, in the exact same way that her drama with Kim Kardashian unfolded. where It was like piece by piece by piece by piece. And with that, we can move on to the first two of the week. Her name is Marianne Williamson. And Ms. Williamson My with the last word. My first call is to Prime Minister of New Zealand, who said that her goal is to make New Zealand the place where it's the best place in the world for a child to grow up. And I will tell her girlfriend you are so on, because the United States of America is going Bang. to be the best place in the world for a child to grow up. Fuck. Are we, we don't late? like talking about politics. Late? Are we too late? We don't like talking about politics on this blog, but fortunately, neither does Marianne Williams. Yeah, I was going to say, this woman could not be further from politics. Imagine if Lindsay, if, if the camera panned at the Democratic debate and it was like, there's Biden. Like, okay, there's Yang. And then like, just suddenly there's Lindsay. That was sort of like, and she's like <laughs> and waving. Like, Lindsay, Hi. what's your plan? And I'm like, Mr. Finger, you have 30 seconds. And I just go, me and Grace, me and Grace, <laughs> me and Grace, me and Grace. That is Marianne Williamson. I missed this, so I watched the first night of the debate. Lindsay came over. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched the first night we of the debate. We love politics, and then yeah. We love politics so much. Lindsay made some I made dessert. ass dessert that I was like rolling my eyes at, and then she <gasps> served it, and I was like, this is so good. I know. It was like- um, It's so good. What you do is you get a pan, and then you take the pan, and then you put a layer of those- Trader like, Joe's Trader purchased Joe's meringues. meringues in the pan. And then you- and then you take a can of whipped cream and then you smash the meringues <laughs> with the can of whipped cream until it's all smashed crumbly meringues at the bottom of the pan. Then you take a thing of raspberries and strawberries, whatever, like red, Just berries, delicious berries, berries, you know, like blackberries. And you sprinkle the berries over the crushed meringue. And then you take a can of whipped cream or your own you whipped cream around. that you've made. Or the one that you made. I bet Cool Whip would be good as well. Oh, then yeah. Then you just cover it in that whipped cream and then you put it in a bowl and you serve it in bowls and it's like you got the crunchiness of the meringues you've got the sweetness of the berries and, and the you've tart- got the creaminess the tartness. the tartness of the berry yeah and then the the light of smooth so smooth, i have creamy sweetness of the cream heard that this is a bootleg version of a pavlova which is a real dessert but mine is just a no cook no fuss. The only thing you have to do is honestly cut the fruit, if, even like if you want to do that. <laughs> if if you want to do that, it's a. Great... Oh, the pavlova has the meringue all on the side. Then it's the baked meringue. I see what a pavlova you is. Are okay, baking, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, yeah, so, yeah, then yeah, you yeah. could also you could make your own meringue. You could make your own whipped cream. You could make the berries into more of a compote. There are ways to upgrade this recipe that i have created Point is we ate that while we were watching the first debate and then the second night i couldn't watch did you watch live no so i get home like and there's five minutes left in the debate I went to see john and i'm like Early what did i miss instead. oh right i went and i get home and i was like so josh what did i miss and he was like he didn't even really talk about marianne he was like well marianne williamson is like kind of nuts but like you miss these kamala harris clips and so he showed me all these kamala harris clips and i was like yes queen yes bitch yes and so i literally don't know about this Marianne Williamson thing until the next day when I'm trying to piece together these 
memes and I'm like, what did I miss with this woman? And then yesterday, um, I was hanging out with a couple of our friends and one of them was like, wait, you haven't seen this video? And he, cause he kept quoting, um, and Mr. President, if you're listening, <laughs> Well, didn't that you say line? the thing where she was like, so long, girlfriend, that thing? What was yeah. that? <laughs> yes. So I finally saw the clips last night, Sunday night. The last day of Pride is when I find out about Marianne Williamson. And I feel so late to the game. Lindsay, who is she? <laughs> Whoa, that was a, who is that this was woman? a steep trans- transition. She's a failed, a failed actor turned self-help guru, I guess. Is she an a- Was she a failed actor? I don't know. I just because of the the LA kind of the LA thing makes me feel like she just didn't She's make. a Hollywood embedded very long time self-help guru most famously known for being Oprah Winfrey's go-to spiritual advisor. Oprah has Sorry, many failed failed cabaret singer. I was wrong. Okay, great. I take it back. Wow. So this woman turns out, what's really amazing about her is everyone's like, "Lol, she's running for president." But like this woman has been in the culture for a Mm -hmm. long time and people who are like way older than us oh my god that's rude people who are older than us by only slightly (laughs) bits are like oh that woman like she is been around like Mm -hmm. she's a thing what was great was that someone tweeted an old vanity fair feature on her which i read and so here's the poll i'll read the poll for you this was written in 1981 there is a new prophet for the new age, and she's no Tammy Faye Baker. Marianne Williamson is a liberal Jewish ex-lounge singer from Texas. Oh my God, that's like us combined. Who <laughs> preaches about Jesus, Jung, and the SNL crisis, and whose supporters, including Bette Midler, oh my God, David Geffen, <laughs> Cher, and Shirley MacLaine, raise big bucks for her good works. But as Leslie Bennett's reports, some wonder if Williamson's real mission is to shine brighter than the stars who follow her. And you know what? The answer now we know is yes, it was the plan all yeah, along. Yeah, it was. She's that running was for plan. fucking president. So she read she read this book um, and took this course. I don't know how you, even, how, how you describe what it means to ingest this thing called A Course in Miracles. But it's this very like metaphysical sort of... Um, I mean, you were right to compare it to Mormonists because it's like he had a, a direct line to Jesus. So this woman, but this woman wrote Helen this Cone book Shuckman. in which she talks to Jesus and writes a book mm-hmm. of what the Jesus book, says. The book is incredibly long; it's over a thousand pages long. It's called A Course in She's Miracles. Also and apparently, a Jew. It's very dense. It's very meandering, um, and it's kind of hard to take in. And so, when Marianne Williamson read this book, she was like, "I can distill this into something a little more palatable for people." And she did. And she wrote another book based on this book because this woman died in 1981. So, a course in miracles already exists. And so, by the time Marianne Williamson reads it or like decides to do something with it, it's after this woman is dead. The book is sort of just like floating around, and it's still hard to understand. She writes a book called A Return to Love which is like very openly about her uh, just exploring what she's learned from A Course in Miracles and how anyone can like deal with this in their their own lives. And that book is read by Oprah, who was like, this book changed my fucking life. Uh, Oprah Oprah tells everyone to read it. Oprah's, what's funny about Oprah's is that she said that she got, where did I put this? She experienced 157 miracles. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of times people think, I want another relationship or another experience or another job in order for it to be happening. Yes. But it is 
our being the people that we are capable of being and the perfect lesson for us to practice being who we're capable of being is whatever is happening right now. now. So. Whoa, now. that's big. She experienced 157 miracles. I don't know if I've ever, have, maybe, have you experienced any miracles? <laughs> A couple? Certainly One, not two? 157. Yeah, 157. And I would lose count <sighs> after so many miracles, too. Is she keeping a notebook? It's just Does she so, make Stephen she just, take down her miracles? She, so Oprah la- grasps on and... Uh, it becomes a big phenomenon. And mm-hmm. one of the things that's, there are a few things that are funny about Williamson's past is that one, she was at one point, she was roommates with Laura Dern. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, she also right did a lot before of Laura Dern did blue velvet. Right. And so she, that was her roommate. Um, she started this thing called project angel food to feed people with HIV AIDS. So mm-hmm. like she does good. What's cool is that like, buried beneath a lot of the like jargon that she's creating and obviously the attention that she's craving she's doing like good works because the essence of her book in teachings is like love lead with love mm-hmm. so through that she's done things that like you know are good are good aren't yes bad at all um basically where is uh but does that mean she should be president no unclear come i mean she also has a book called A Course in Weight Loss, 21 Spiritual Lessons for Surrendering Your Weight Forever. So, like, she mm-hmm. took this and ran with it. Ran yeah. with it. And she even and she even released, um, what is it, a, a politic, The Politics of Love? What is the book that she released right, like, in the middle of her campaign Right. Well, that's the other thing is people think A Politics of Love, it says, uh, it's a variation of the same message Mrs. Williamson has been delivering since the late 1980s, but Thursday night it landed before a new audience less likely to be aware of her self-help book series, the latest which, A Politics of Love, was released just a few months into her campaign. Endeavors, she says, that are not so related. Quote, if I was just out to sell books and do better in my career commercially, I would have never entered politics. I saw somebody on Twitter say, this is a cash grab. She's going to raise money and then she's going to take all the campaign contributions and then she's going to quit. And I thought, no, that's how you go to prison a much better idea would just be to write another book which to be fair is a good argument so a good a good thread uh lev hall found some old old tweets from hers because she never deleted her tweets marianne williamson is all about transparency and openness honestly and Mm -hmm. she loves herself she loves everyone so she loves all of us why would she delete her tweets they give us so much joy um they include sentiments like this in 2010 all the films are good, but Avatar change, has changed the world. She's watching the Oscars. Oh, I love her. He didn't win an Oscar tonight, but James Cameron deserves a Nobel Peace Prize. And then <laughs> seven years later in 2017, she's still thinking about Avatar like all of us. Yeah. We're just ne- we never stopped to think about Avatar. No, never. If you want a simple explanation for what's happening in America, watch Avatar again. No. It's like, okay, okay, sure. She tweeted. Dance in the fields t- of infinite possibility. The universe literally loves you. Well, I, th- I was also thinking that she recently also got in trouble for something else, but then she called herself a bitch for God. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Did you see that? No. A political campaign, this is from the New York Times, a political campaign is a chance to exhume everything a candidate has said in her career, from all the tweets to exactly what she meant 30 years ago when she called herself a bitch for God at a charity event. <laughs> Quote, I think it's fair to say I wish I'd never said that. Something was going on many years ago in a situation that had to do with some AIDS patients. I would open up my course with a prayer. There was something we were doing when someone said, Marianne, I don't think we should open the prayer. And I said, no, I think we should open with a prayer. And I was getting all this resistance to opening with a prayer. And they said, you're being a real bitch about this. And she said, if I'm a bitch, I'm a bitch for god (laughs) that's that's fair that's good i love a jewish person who like (laughs) just 
pivots <laughs> spiritually. <laughs> Uh, a Jewish person who realizes that talking about Jesus will make you way more money than talking about anything that's Jewish <laughs> related. Yes. Oh, she also married Elizabeth Taylor. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. She was the officiant. Yeah. Wow. Uh, my favorite thing about her, which you put in here, is that she, one of her most famous quotes is, our deepest fear yeah. is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And apparently for a really long time, including like currently, yes, people currently. frequently mistake that quote um, as something from Nelson Mandela. And she's always like, so even in movies, apparently in Coach Carter and in Aquila and the Bee, they cite that they use that quote and they say that's a Nelson Mandela quote. <laughs> it is not. Um, but it's like, no, it's fucking Marianne Williamson. What's the opposite of Nelson Mandela? It's Marianne Williamson. In 2018, Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, read the properly attributed selection alongside Prince Harry at St. Luke's Church Christmas Carol concert to benefit a Ugandan to benefit Ugandan school children. So you're saying Meghan, so Meghan Markle knows. Attributed like, it correctly. Meghan fucking knows. Meghan, are you kidding? Meghan's read Return to Love a hundred times. So like, are if we anyone's obsessed? had 153 miracles, it's, it's Meghan. Oh Markle. my god, that's so true. That's so true. I bet you. Oh my god. Now what? I want to read a Return to Love. Meghan Markle. I'm gonna have to read Marianne a Return to Love. Williamson. I just searched their both their names. Let's see. I wonder if she wrote about her in the Tig that is now. Probably not searchable. If the TIG, well, the TIG is on uh, Wayback Machine, but it would probably require a lot of like weird searching to find an article about a return to mm -hmm. love, but I bet it exists. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are mentioning this poem that she read with the quote. So that's mostly the connection between them. Um, it seems like just like, so a return to love is just sort of like a more Jesus-y secret. Yes, it's also just super new agey, I feel like. I couldn't, mm -hmm. like, the original is, like, this woman who is writing down what Jesus is saying, and it's very convoluted, and then Mary Williamson's whole thing, and her, I mean, her platform is very liberal. I mean, it's very, mm -hmm. she, you know, she She's loves She's like, yes, healthcare. reparations, she's helping out she, AIDS, she loves, She loves like, the Green yes, New yes, Deal, yes. for show. she loves... For show. Green New Deal, for show. <laughs> she loves, you know, universal pre-K, she wants to help Israelis and Palestinians come back together with peace and love. That one is a little bit like, because her whole thing is like, lead with love, lead with peace. She's really into like, those ideas. Yeah. I mean, she really, though, is the not again unqualified should not win i'm not voting for her don't do not say that i am doing <laughs> yeah. but she is the don't you dare say that we are endorsing marianne williamson she's like the spiritual opposite of donald trump in that they both were inexperienced people they both came from not the background a politician usually comes from or come from not the background that a politician usually comes from his thing is all about power noise you know anger aggression and her whole thing is like the very opposite but they've both mm -hmm. monetized their vibe their their entire brand you know yeah he's got hotels he's a business tycoon he's blah 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 stakes everything she's got books about spiritual weight loss she's teaching mm -hmm. you how to you know stand up for yourself and talking to jesus and all these things yeah um, it's very like it's very like Shark Tank when um, 
I'm not going to invest in your business, but like I will be a customer. So you, like, <laughs> this is the like I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to endorse Marianne Williamson, but I will buy a return to love and like, you know, maybe talk about it on a future episode, everything I learned. I'm going to start keeping track of all the miracles that I've attained. If you get insufferable and start talking about fucking miracles. Get insufferable, please. It'll just become a, my suffer, my insufferability is just going to transform into something I entirely new. Some might say new agey. If you don't, you dared. The kombucha was like, honestly, the final straw and I, I let that slide. Still making kombucha. Okay. Mm. The last thing I want to say about, although maybe I bet those miracles, I bet she calls every harvest day a miracle. Oh, I would too. Have you seen those cucumbers? Those baskets? A miracle. That's a miracle. Miracle, 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 miracle. Maybe because she's Um, using miracle grow. Am I right, Bobby? Pesticides and fertilizer. Okay, go ahead. In 1979, after delving into a course of miracles, she returned to Houston where she ran a combination metaphysical bookstore and coffee shop. Perfect. (gasps) That is. That's your dream. That's where I'm. That's where I'm going to end up. Also, that reminds me of um, maybe she was the inspiration for that woman in um, in the craft. Oh, I guess they didn't sell coffee there. It was just a bookstore. <laughs> we don't really know whether they sold coffee in the back. Was that Marianne Williams? This temple is built on a place of power. Sarah, you have a tremendous light inside you, more than any witch I've ever known. You must not. I can't control it. I always end up hurting somebody. Do you hear the voice of your mother? What about her? She's telling you to be strong. She was a witch too, of course. No. You can defeat those who challenge you, but you must surrender yourself to the higher power. That woman actually kind of looks like Marianne Williamson. Who mm-hmm. who played that woman, the bookstore owner? Marianne Williamson. No. Marianne who? Williamson. What if we found out that's Marianne Williamson? No, who played her? Who put- I don't know. She's like, oh, I hate that that woman is like okay with everyone stealing out of her bookstore. Well, no, she was only she was only okay with them stealing when it was the, it was like meant for them to have the book, which is the honestly well, the problem with owning a magic bookstore. <laughs> No, am I right? What do you think that bookstore is okay. now? Like in the universe of the craft, what did that bookstore turn into? Like a coffee bean? <laughs> or was it just demolished and turned into a high ride? It's like a haunted coffee bean. It's like, why do all of our like, lattes taste like, like a poopy? And it's like, mm. <laughs> there's, there's still a weird pentagram in the back. And it's like, we don't know what this is. The last tenant had it here. Okay. But like Robin Tunney like pays and she's like, oh, you're not like your friends. Yeah, and that's like, the best what? part. Yeah. And then they go in the back <laughs> and remember in the back, they do like the little thing in the back of the, in the back of the house. Yeah. Okay. Back of the house. Just FYI, that woman in the movie is named Lirio. And she is played by a woman named... Asumpta Cerna. Asumpta Cerna. Is she the nun? Oh, no. She's been a nun Also, she's literally iconic. She has been in over 13... Noops. 103 films in oh my across God. the world. Oh, my God. She is incredible. She plays Vanoza Katieni in Borgia. Come on. She's a legend. She's in, a, she's in an Almodovar film. She's in a Matador. Incredible. Oh my God! So Marion Williamson is playing Asumpta Serna. That's her. <laughs> no, she oh kind of does God. look like her. In she looks like her in the movie, though. In the craft, not like in real life. 
Yeah. She was the first Spanish actress to join the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Good for her. God, I love this wiki. It can be assumed that Lirio is from Spain as she speaks with a Spanish accent. Assumed Serna, the actress who portrays her, is also from Spain. So that's why you dummy. <laughs> it can be assumed that she's Spanish. And guess what? She's Spanish. <laughs> oh, I love it. Wow. I'm really happy for her. There she is. Okay. You're not like your friends. Can we move on, please? <laughs> You're not like your friends. Um, who's next? Who is next on the wild, vaguely political? I, I just am thinking of somebody coming into your coffee shop and you're like going out of business because you keep giving away free coffee. Because <laughs> people come in and, they're, and you're like, oh, I have something for you. And then you like make it's like, them wait, some like uh, gross. Like. It's like, uh, Mr. Finger, why are you speaking in a bad Spanish accent all the time? And it's like, oh, I can tell you want to be caffeinated. And it's like, that's not even... I can tell you need the caffeine. And it's like, wait, what are you doing? Um, it's like I ordered like a no foam latte with oat milk. And you're like, no, you need this. This I no, can I'm like, this I'm like the, you. I'm the Java version of Juliet Binoche and Chocolat. Oh, yeah. where I keep, this one will make your husband like, have sex your, with you. <laughs> I'm like, I like pass someone a, a macchiato and I'm like, it's your favorite. And they're like, I wanted an oat latte. <laughs> it's your like favorite. just a steamed, a steamed it's your milk favorite. with... Just a big steamed milk oh my God, with like one little so shot of espresso. Chocolate and they're like, so I'm good. lactose intolerant. And I'm like, no, it's your favorite. <laughs> Chocolate is the best movie. Is that what you're going to say? The best movie? It's just like such a fully demented movie. I love it. Anyways, sorry, we can move on now. I just was thinking about your Chocolate is like shop. very peak. It's very peak Miramax. Not to like yes, delve into like yes. how it's and like it's both Weinstein and Depp adjacent but like it was Miramax being like you know what we're gonna make this movie we're gonna put people in it we're gonna tell everyone that it's great and they're gonna believe it because we're fucking Miramax it is and great we're though get, and we're gonna get every Oscar nomination and they did go ahead it's your favorite what makes you so sure go on taste it hmm <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, thanks. I have an act for guessing. It's cool. Not my favorite. It was like 70-something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my Pull case, under the bed. your linens, sweeties. The lin- It's time. It's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses. I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. And it's warm. It's, It's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be somewhere Mm -hmm. in the middle. And you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands by partnering directly with top factories. They cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to you. I hate middlemen. I and hate Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. Okay, well, who's next? Bipling. 
But before we get into bit bling, let's talk about Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson is a very um, We're still talking about politics. Do you love it? Yeah. Uh, outspoken, very conservative uh, Brexiter who is probably going to become the next prime minister of, of England. And he right? is a... Uh, yes. Is that the best way of sum- He's summarizing He's them. Him? He's a yeah. conservative. He is running... He's in parliament. He's running for PM in England. And he is... Very, he loves Brexit. And he, he loves, loves Brexit. Brexit and but he like, hates Combs. No one can actually make Brexit happen. So like best of luck to you, even if you love it. Do you know what I mean? This is not political I, podcast. I would, I would like to agree with that. But honestly, I don't know. No, we don't know. This is not about his, whether we what know. What he does in his spare time is he paints uh, cardboard buses. <laughs> did you see that video? Yeah, I did. Um, They're like, what are your hobbies? Like... And he just malfunctioned. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, well, I like to paint um, or I make things. I like to... What do you make? I make... I have a thing where I make models of... I mean, when I was in like, where Mayor of London, we build a beautiful... I make buses. Well, there was a really good... I, was, I don't remember what podcast I was listening to, but it was like... Um, they were like, well, what's really funny about his response to that is you, it's impossible to tell whether or not he's actually just telling you a sort of weird, charming truth about himself that he feels embarrassed about or if he's making it up as he goes along. Yes. Both of them make yes. as much sense. Like, it's impossible to tell what he's doing. Right. So, like, if you want to picture Boris Johnson, it, imagine imagine someone named Boris, okay? And then imagine that that person named Boris got stuck in a wind tunnel. And then that's Boris Johnson. He has a girlfriend, a much younger girlfriend, who is the daughter of, like, kind of an influential British family. Yeah, so they she own, who do they own the Telegraph? used to work for his campaign, I guess. Mm-hmm. She, like, helped him get elected. Her name is Carrie Simmons. Yeah. Simmons? Um, Simons? Simon Simmons. Maybe it's Simons. It's spelled S-Y-M-O-N-D-S. British yeah. people probably know more than we do. They're dating. I don't she believe is, they live together. I think they stay with each other sometimes. The son called her an ex-Tory spin doctor. But now mm-hmm. they do. That doesn't mean anything it to me. It doesn't mean. Okay. But like, he's a Tory. Yeah. And she's, um, an, she, she's an ex-Tory. I, don't, I think she still is a Tory, but he, they mean she's an ex-spin doctor. And now she quit. She was the communications and PR chief. She worked for the conservative campaign headquarters, and now she mm-hmm. backs her partner to be prime minister. Her partner yes. is. And, and at some point, they might both live in 10 Downing Street. So she, I guess they do live together, at least part-time. They they share a flat in this one neighborhood in London. Um, and, you know, it's a big city, so you, your neighbors are close. And they apparently, allegedly, had a fight last week. Um, that involved a lot of screaming, a lot of throwing things. And so the neighbors, did you see the... I'm obsessed the, with this, the neighbors. The place that was like, the neighbors are lefty. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Real lefty anti-Brexiters. Two neighbors like who young millennials. to be lefties <laughs> call the cops. And they're like, Boris Johnson and his girlfriend are fighting. They're being really loud. Send the cops. And so the cops come. It's on the cover of like a few tabloids. Like Boris and her and his, you know, gal pal have a spat in or a row. What do they call it? A row. Mm-hmm. They have a row in um in their little love nest. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of that's sort of the extent of it. We don't know what they're fighting about. We don't know why. Well, they overhear him hurt. yelling at her about a laptop, wine on my the laptop. couch, whatever. But, but like, this is from the, the this is from know. the lefty neighbors. So everybody yeah. is against each other. Also, don't forget, 
the context in which all these things are getting reported is through the media. British yes. uh, England has a very conservative media. All the newspapers are owned by these big conservative guys. So a lot of this, and that's what gets to what we're going to get to in a second, is that's why a lot of this is like very hard to trust in terms of mm -hmm. where everything's coming from, which mm -hmm. is why they would say, oh, their neighbors are leftists. It's like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Like they just called the cops because they heard screaming, you know? <laughs> Did they know their neighbor was Boris Johnson? Probably. Mm -hmm. Of course. Anyway. You know. So, so they call yeah. the cops. They're on the cover of the tabloids. Whatever. That's sort of it. But last week, things started bubbling up online, uh, specifically on Twitter um, and some Reddit threads, uh, that the reason behind the fight was because Boris Johnson's girlfriend, Carrie, found out that he was cheating on her or had some sort of relationship with another woman. Again, this is entirely unsubstantiated. There's no proof of this. This is this literally started on Twitter. It's a it very like, loud rumor, but mm -hmm. everybody is super suspect of it. And no one's really writing about it, but they're tweeting like crazy. But about no it. one's so writing about Boris it. Johnson. But what we mentioned before, which is why people are saying that no one's writing about it is because the Daily Mail, the Independent, the Sun, all these papers are owned by conservative and they want Boris to, to win before they spill his garbage or mm -hmm. even if they don't so they don't they, so they're saying it's very catch uh, catch and release and so what they're saying is that Boris is having an affair with a woman named Bip Ling Bip Ling I'm obsessed with her a <laughs> obsessed a 20 something sort of hybrid of she was born in 1989. Kill me. She's Taylor Swift's age. She might be 30. So she might be 30, yeah. but she's not over 30. Um, she's sort of a hybrid of Emily Radikowski. Mm, uh, no, who but was, like, Who was like an internet hipster runoff? She's like, like, no, a, no, no, no. Lena she's Dunham. like Lena Dunham meets like Corey Kennedy, if you remember who that is. Corey like, Kennedy. Meets like. Internet girl. Like just like a MySpace and, famous art 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 house art adjacent because her parents are artists dj musician like meme like essentially like early internet aspiring meme. model to like has like vague connections to fashion but again that comes from her like status in, in like the social world but apparently like british people like all know who she is and like i've mm -hmm. never heard of her and then i started like finding out about her and i was like i love her so much hi my name's bit name Hello, I'm Bip Ling, and I'm in the Forever 21 headquarters. Meet Bip Ling, the daughter of renowned fashion illustrator Tanya Ling and gallery owner William Ling. She's one of the hottest properties on London's social scene. But apparently Bip's so much more than just an it girl. With a budding music and artistic career, she's created her own language um, that includes words like Bip and Mooch well, and she has, Ying <laughs> She Yang. has a cartoon guy named Mooch who is like her brand, this guy named Mooch. Mm -hmm. And then she has she she has an album called The Church of Bop. What do you do? I blog. Oh no way! You have a blog. Me too. Yeah. How could I live without blogging?
speaks in like bit bopping mooch like essentially bop, 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 so she bing, was mooch. interviewed she also says yar a lot that someone mm-hmm. said flaunt magazine said to her can you define yar for me mooching yar means giving it bip live in large so bip that fudging is now born moochin means the bipper bitcher drinking pink champagne eating oysters and caviar yar while riding blue ponies <laughs> i my favorite part of this interview was this interview was clearly done over text <laughs> yeah. And it says, I mean, I didn't even know Flaunt magazine existed outside of a very iconic Chris Evans photo shoot from like 2004, but apparently it still does. And this is a question they asked Bipling. Would you do your own reality show? And then the answer is, Bip sends face with clear glasses emoji. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next, then they move on to the next question. So her mother is a fashion des- fashion illustrator who's worked for Vogue and her father owns a gallery. So it's like she is like a Lena Dunham brought up in art yeah. world person. That's why I brought up think in a big city. Her. Like she has all these connections. She's very stylish. She's pretty. And it she says, like this was written in um, the standard. It says because uh, because while ex art student and a former PR Bipling 21 just thought she was quote writing her online journal a record of what I get up to anyone paying attention noticed a hyper excitable girl who is also a DJ and sells art through her blog with an offbeat fashion sense artistic blogging style and a penchant for My Little Pony that when thrown together makes her just about the trendiest uh, thing to uh, ever come out of Wimbledon. What else could there be? Uh, Cara Delevingne wears her bows sometimes, but I feel like that was a while ago. That was a while ago. Um, she so has a lot of French friends with Charlie. She mm-hmm. was friends with a lot of different like 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 British scene. Does she know Rita? Mm-hmm. Probably. Probably. Who doesn't know Rita? So Bip is brought up in this Twitter thread. People start really running for it. Like uh, our our Twitter friend, friend of the pod, Jono, was like, even tweeted like, I can't wait. What was it? Like, I can't wait for the American press to start Googling Bipling. <laughs> and um, let me tell you, honey, we are Googling. So we did and we're, and we're loving it. But um, but again, all of this started on Twitter. So a funny thing is this, one of the women who was like re- starting this, like the Bip momentum, Bipling momentum, like she was responsible for this fight. Um, emailed Bip's PR contact and we're like, hey. She's a reporter. Her name's Sophie Wilkinson. Sophie Wilkinson. She's like, hey, can you tell us like any comments on the Bip laying Boris Johnson thing? And Bip responded. Bip's response is no comment. And so a lot of people interpreted this as like, ooh, this is sus. Something's happening. But the other interpretation of this, which has been more prevalent over the past few hours, is that like, of course she's saying no comment. We haven't heard from Bip Ling in like a year and a half. She's like doesn't want to be famous anymore. Yeah, so which is unusual really no for Bip. Yes. So it's sort of like she's saying no comment because she's like, what the hell is this? Yeah. This is all made up. So Sophie also so, tweets, I have now received intel that suggests either the rumor started on June 18th before Boris and Carrie's argument or the entire thing is legit. I've put in for more leads. I'm not sure Bit's no comment could be read as attention seeking as some have suggested. She's not been seen in the public eye for years. Why start now? Why with this? In short. And then... Uh, after that, she chats with she chats with Bip on the phone, and Bip said there was nothing to corroborate. There was nothing to corroborate the allegations, and then she says she has a new song called BFD, Big Fat Dick, and here's a press release. <laughs> <for it. laughs> it's like I have no so idea what you're talking about, but here's my single for Big Fat Dick for Big Fat Dick. <laughs> but also, like, well, the way I interpreted this was sort of like, so did you? Is this Bipling's art to start a rumor to to promote her single? Like, probably not. That's probably way too complicated. But, like, there's really no way to know at this point. But the thing is, is, Who like... Who started this? These newspapers have reported way less 
uh, confirmed things than this. So why aren't mm-hmm. they talking about this? If you scroll mm-hmm. down to the part where Carrie Simons, that was, remember, Boris Johnson's girlfriend, girlfriend. we had the fight with, her parents are... Her father is one of the founders of The Independent, and his mother was one of the paper's lawyers. So, like, everything is connected to the idea that these newspapers are not reporting, you know, are not mm-hmm. doing anything about it because they don't want to. They don't want to. Yeah. And, and well, what they are reporting is that there are people who are starting hoaxes, dirty tricks. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only where the only place that this is mentioned by a paper is by the Daily Mail and they say a known hoaxer has been touting a video of fashion blogger making claims of an unsubstantiated rumor of unsubstantiated affair with Boris Johnson. Nimrod Kamer, 34, sent journalists a video of Bipling, 30, claiming a romance, but now seems to be a stunt to boost the profile of the social media influencer. And so we're saying Bip hasn't been seen in like a few years. She's why would she send this to do this hope you know what i mean this all doesn't add up well i don't even know if i sh- if i if we should believe that that video even exists so right. are they reporting on the rumor of a video yes. or are they reporting on the fact the video has he's been seen trying by to them? sell so the pair tried to attempt to sell her story for a thousand pounds 1200 pounds which is insane which is too low too sus too low but this newspaper found no evidence to support her claims that he stayed the night in her south london flat in june she could not provide phone messages saying her phone was damaged but claimed mr johnson sent her a model of a london bus and left a pair of his socks at her flat daily mail's playing some tricks or this is true like we don't know is boris johnson having an affair with a with a myspace influencer named bipling we don't know Maybe. Are we obsessed with it? Yes. Do we love her? Yes, we stand. <laughs> I was reading Pop Bitch about this a little bit because, you know, they, they're out of England and they write a lot about this stuff. And they say, um, pundits have wondered why Boris Johnson and his team seem so keen to avoid addressing the substance of his of this lover's tiff. If anyone could bluster his way through some half-arsed excuse and emerge unscathed, it's him. Could it be that the row he had with Carrie Simons in her Camberwell flat actually went on significantly longer than it's been reported so far, and that it contained way more personal details about the current state of his relationship? So there's two sides to this. There's, they had this fight. It was overheard. What's going on with that? And then the other side is Bipling. Like that's the other. That's the further journey of these of this story. So what do we think? What do we get? What do we think about Bipling? Do we believe it or not? I believe it. I believe everything. Do you believe it? I believe everything. I'm so happy that this gave us the opportunity to learn about Bipling. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Me too. Bipling. Because so much fun. I love her music. I think she is extremely talented, and I love her. You're gonna play some of her music oh, here. Oh, throughout so good. this whole segment, it's gonna be Bip, Bipling music. Did you hear yeah, Bipburger? So- Bitburger is good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out to um, uh, our British friends for for giving us more information about this. We love this tip off. And if you have more information, we'll, we'd gladly, we gladly hide your voice and then put our oh, please. put our watermark over it. Yes. Oh, we love our watermark. It's, we're, we can't wait to use it every week now. You're a food addict if you're already thinking about your second Bitburger before you've eaten your first. Your girlfriend's going to be hashtag jealous when she sees all the pics of your bit burger. Better take a bite before it gets cold. cold. Bit bopping, two bit bop, mooching in the burger bit shop. Bit bopping, two bit bop, mooching in the burger bit shop. Bit bopping, two bit bop, mooching in the burger bit shop.
moving on, Camila Cabello has split with her um, boyfriend, Matthew Hussey. If you remember um, him, he's like the dating coach. Oh, you're yawning? Sorry. If um, you remember him, he's... <laughs> I should have just given up. Who are you, me? I tried to like let... I tried to like hide it. Um, he's a dating coach. <laughs> um, she was dating this dating coach for a while. We were obsessed with him when they first started dating because it's so wild that she was dating a dating coach. And they had the most staged photos in a really long time. Right. Like them like on the rocks on vacation. Um, I just love the link that you put in here. <laughs> the the headline, I'm not sure if I'm just missing the pun or if there isn't a pun, but it's not Havana, Brit fella. I don't get Camilla that at Cabello all. splits with her heartbroken British love guru boyfriend, Matthew Hussey. What's not, not Havana, Havana, Brit Not having it? Not having Not Havana? Not having it, bro, fella. Or not Havana. Not Havana. Not Havana. Are we missing something? Is it something? not Havana, comma, Brit fella? Or is it not Havana, Brit, Havana? What's what's not Havana? <laughs> not, is it saying like not in Havana, comma, Brit fella? Or is it not what, Havana, Havana, Brit fella? And Brit are two places? I don't. Yeah, I think so. But is it, or is it like not Havana, Brit fella? I think that's the second if you're talking oh, about it latter. being a... What I will Fun. say is that I love the lead, which is Camila Cabello might have a new number one by the end of the week, and I don't just mean in the charts. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone suspects it's um, what's his face because they have a song together, but it's so Sean Mendes. Not that I don't think it's that. Oh, you don't think Sean Mendes is uh, in a relationship with Camila Cabello? No, I don't think he's in a relationship with Camila Cabello. Sean Mendes is like the check cleared. I'm in a relationship with Camila Cabello. <laughs> We got a really funny call from someone in Des Moines that was like, hey, just want to let you know that, like, she was really funny, actually. She was saying that um, uh, the radio stations in Des Moines, like, are just, like, giving away so many Shawn Mendes tickets. Aww. Like, it's, like, it's very, it's abnormal, the number of people. It's, like, very <laughs> unprecedented. And she's, like, they just keep giving away Shawn Mendes tickets, so it must be selling really badly, which is Aww. unsurprising, but also sort of not just because he is really big right He's now. He's really so. big right now. He has a new song with Camila Cabello. Haven't you heard? Just every time you turn on the radio in Des Moines, it's like, please take, for the love of God, so, take a ticket to this concert. In other relationship news, I'm just, we're going to skim through some of these because it's like, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, Catherine McPhee and David Foster got married finally. Guess what? We still have to hear about this. Like, I hate that this is not just like over. She is a terror. Yeah. Love her. She's a, what terror. a terror. Gotta say, gotta say, what? She looked great in that dress. She did look great. She looked great. She looked great in both dresses. She looked great at her wedding. She looked great um, at, in the wedding dress and in the post wedding dress. So uh, it was reported that Dua Lipa was dating Anwar Hadid. Yes, that is the the Hadid brother. There is a Hadid brother, and Dua Lipa and him were reportedly dating. Some, he's some people's favorite Hadid. Uh, some people's. Some people's. Some <laughs> people's. Two. One person. One person. <laughs> <laughs> Amina's favorite person <laughs> And then the other funny So this was reported And then shortly after It was reported that Dua Lipa was kissing Chris Martin At Glastonbury We, had, we had heard this rumor Where did we hear that from? Mm. Oh yeah Inside source And then it was reported In the Daily Mail And then Chris Martin Denied it It's like Chris Don't deny that What a dull denial Like That's I'm denying so this rude. kiss Like okay bitch Whatever <laughs> <laughs> we did not Chris Martin, what a weird what a weird place he's in you yes know? fully in terms weird. of like like career and life stage just like a fully weird guy 
But I believe that he'll like be a bachelor until the end of time if he wants yeah. to be. He's like he gives off that energy, you know. He just like every every few weeks he just has to go check in with the kids and Goopy and like see everyone and then he can go live his own life. Like they just have to like you know, consciously co-parent for a little bit and then he can go make out with Dua Lipa. I mean, I feel like after you're married to Gwyneth Paltrow, it's like you kind of just have to like give up on, not that no one can compare. I just mean like you're kind of ruined. Like it's just like the whole thing is just. It's like, uh, it reminds me of, uh, I I may have to clip this for you because thank God I own it on digital. Um, But it's the scene in True Beverly Hills where Craig T. Nelson is in um, in the car with his new girlfriend and he's just gone in to see Shelley Long and Jenny Lewis. Mm-hmm. And he gets back in the car and she's like, what took you so long? Like, you were in there forever, like, with your shitty ex-wife and your dumb daughter. Like, what's the deal? And then he's, like, goes on a little rant. And then he's like, well, uh, the wilderness girls are real important to Hannah, you know. And, uh, oh, yeah, I don't know. You're too young to understand this, but she'll always be my wife. What? I said she'll always be my daughter. You said she'll always be my wife. Oh, I couldn't have said that. But you did. But that's Chris Martin being like, she'll always be my wife. <laughs> right. Like, right. No, like, true. And then Dua Lipa's like, excuse you? Uh, <laughs> she'll always be my apple. I mean, they're both off, like, long relationships, too. They're both fresh off long relationships. It's Glastonbury. Dua? Like, to make out. Like, who cares? Oh, Dua and her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. she just broke up with her boyfriend. Didn't the boyfriend cheat on her? Ugh. A while back. Poor she, Dua. A while back, then they got back together, and then they broke up again. This I love. This is not relationship. This is just very strange. Um, Melissa Rycroft. We so never talked weird. about her. So weird. Melissa We've Rycroft is a Bachelor alum who also like <laughs> was on Dancing with the Stars, and she's on CMT's Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders making the team. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, concurrently. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Like, who is she? I don't know. But what's funny about no this idea. is that, so this is dark. We're just going to go dark for one minute. All these people are like dying in the Dominican Republic and no one knows why. Taurus okay. on vacation, right? Mystery illnesses. Mystery There's a mystery illnesses. illness in, Domin- in the Dominican Republic that is killing people, tourists mostly. Tourists. And it's very confusing and they don't really know what's up yet. That's the dark side point. What's funny about this is that this woman was like talking about God knows what and was like, I went to the Dominican Republic and my parents like couldn't get in touch with me and they thought I died or something. And everyone was just like, what? There was one report that was out that I was dead. My parents were frantically calling me that morning going, we're getting calls from people sending their condolences. I'm like, mom, I'm on the phone with you. I'm in my bed. She got she got diarrhea and they were like, oh, she died. Like she just got like a little diarrhea. But imagine reporting on this. Who is she? Why are you reporting on this? This is very this? like the bachelorette who went missing. What, or what was her? Remember the one that went fake missing? Oh, uh, Melissa. <laughs> no, maybe. Remember, she was like, I'm not yeah, missing. And then, I'm... And she was like, no, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I remember her. <laughs> she was just on the bachelorette. <laughs> and she was in that like, uh, there was that. St- oh, uh, Rebecca Martinez. She was just on um, the bachelor and her mom like thought, like reported her But missing. there was that town that was like. Uh, there are 35 people have gone missing in this town. It's right. the highest rate of missing persons right. in the country. And then she was right. like, "Don't put me on that list. Hi, <laughs> I'm here." And the mom thought, and she went, she go, she went to go work in like Humboldt County on a wheat yes. farm or something. What's with bachelors and this? I'm and not this sure. Shit. But for the sake of fairness, the end of this page six story about the mystery illness in Dominican Republic that's related to Melissa Rycroft has a quote from the tourism minister of the Dominican oh, Republic, yeah. Francesco. 
uh, Javier Garcia, he says, we have unequivocally shown that there is not an avalanche of deaths of American tourists in this country. It is not true that there are mysterious deaths. He's lying. There's so many mysterious deaths. What are you fucking <laughs> talking about? There's every death is mysterious. You shut up. That's great. There are so many mysterious deaths. Um, 11 people have gotten sick over the past year and dozens more. Have died. Eleven people died, and dozens have gotten more sick. So many people get sick over the course of three of the cases involve tourists dying at the same hotel chain. Before we move on to the next topic, I just want to say that there's breaking news. Oh no! What? Kim Kardashian is renaming kimono. (gasps) She fucking succumbed to the mob. She she succumbed to the pressure. Good. It's stupid. What is it? We don't know what we don't we don't know what it's going to be, but I wouldn't be surprised if all of this was planned in advance. Oh, you're right. Um, now she has so much attention. I now hate she has attention. It. People are gonna, and, and then people will feel comfortable. What if she names it like it sushi? It's... Like what other like Japanese term can she appropriate or whatever? <laughs> um, what is next on here? Shay Mitchell. She's pregnant. <laughs> this I love. Everybody got a press release that Shay Mitchell was not only pregnant, but she was pregnant with a YouTube series about pre- being pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be so happy when this comes out. I can be pregnant. I can be like not suck my stomach in. Oh, if this doesn't look pregnant, this looks like I let myself go for a long time. Shay Mitchell, I never have forget, not seen... is the one who maybe doctored all of those um, travel photos. The vacation we photos. We love her. I, I will not. I, I don't know that I can name a, a, a recent pregnancy announcement that was this well photographed, apart from maybe Beyonce's. Well, because it was a video about the pregnancy that dropped with the information. And I guess what's funny to me about this is that no one really even suspected she was pregnant because no one really knew who her boyfriend was and not that you can't just get pregnant off the street you can just whatever do whatever you want but it was like was so funny about Shay Mitchell being a public figure was that that no one knew that she had or who was her boyfriend so her getting pregnant air quotes with public figure by the way (laughs) you know I mean I'm trying to not like shame like you know, you can get pregnant from like whatever the hell you want. Like you don't need a boyfriend. You don't need a man. <laughs> well, you need one thing in specific. And in, in, it was in just particular. so funny because everybody was just like, "Cool, Shay," but like, who's your boyfriend? Who's the guy? Like, who's... sperm used to be free. It was all over the place. Yeah, just you could just grab it from the air. Anyways, Shay Mitchell <laughs> announces she's pregnant with a YouTube original series to follow her path to motherhood. Almost ready. I love that it's called Almost Ready. It's called Almost Ready. What I love about this headline is that it could just be that she's pregnant with a YouTube series, but she's pregnant and pregnant with a YouTube series. Um, the first comment with 11,000 thumbs up. I didn't even know she had a boyfriend. See, I'm not crazy. It's funny. Um, and then it's really funny. In the, oh, no, they didn't comment. You get the real tea, which is, lol, she's pregnant with that VJ from Much Music. Me. <laughs> what? I Google who is Shay Mitchell's boyfriend, VJ Much Music. His name is Matt, spelt Matt like the... like The, the opposite of glossy. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, but babble. And he is best like known... Like the Brad Pitt movie. <laughs> Yes, like the Brad Pitt movie. He, Matt, like opposite of glossy, babble like the Brad Pitt movie. He is best God. known for hosting Fuse Music on Much Music <sighs> and has continued to work in front of the camera. He's like a lesser known Carson Daly in Canada. Yeah. And he also is a contributor for our for our enemy, Entertainment Tonight Canada. <laughs> he works for Entertainment Tonight Canada? Our enemies. Our enemies. Just kidding. We, we love them. That's hate. That's, Entertainment Tonight Canada. That's so mean to say. I, no one. Not that I. Not that I'm used to getting photographed or being on camera, but never in my life 
have I been more poorly lit than I was by the folks at Entertainment Tonight Canada. Made me look like I was dying of whatever disease uh, what's-her-name got in the Dominican Republic. St- no, Melissa <laughs> Rycroft. Melissa Rycroft. If my family had seen that footage of me on Entertainment they Tonight Canada, pulled. they would have been like, "We are you dying? We it's saw okay, it in Entertainment Canada that you're like dying. I had also been dying, but the opposite of that disease that you were suffering from. <laughs> Yeah, we. I mean, we both looked like we were on our deathbed. Anyways, this is rude to Entertainment Canada, who love, who very Lovely kindly people. featured they our just podcast. Need to work on their but lighting. yikes! Anyways, guess what? He's from Toronto, and guess what? He's friends with Drake because you got to be friends with Drake if you live in Toronto and yeah. you're like remotely known for anything. So, mm-hmm. Shay Mitchell, pregnant, boyfriend, YouTube series, kill me. <laughs> Matt Babble. Matt Babble. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Yeah, what's Rita up to? She <laughs> Rita Ora busts out of tiny bra in sizzling Instagram update. Fans say she looks like J Lo, and honestly, as Lindsay says, she does. She really. She does. looks like <laughs> she Lindsay. Lindsay pays in this headline, and underneath it adds, she does. And then there's the photo. Is she real? She looks she like J Lo. Does look like J Lo. And she's yes, never looked more like J Lo. She's doing that J Lo like downward pout. She, Rita Ora, honestly. This is, I know, the joke that we've been saying for three years now, but Rita Ora would be an amazing, if, if this pop music thing doesn't happen for her, impersonator. impersonator? No, just of any pop star. Because she can, like, go in and she out of anyone. anyone. Oh, wow. You're right. You know? I got to say, though, this this is J-Lo's body language. This is J-Lo's yes. signature body Glasses, language. It's her signature hair. pout. That pout she has mastered. <laughs> Look at that pout. It's only J Lo like has mouth that pout. is open. I can see your top teeth. Ugh. Mouth breathing. Um, we love it. So I thought for a while that JoJo Siwa was going to be the face of Prime Day this year, but it turns out it's Taylor Swift and Rita Ora, this which is, is a surprise. Incredible I thought it was a JoJo. for Rita. Basically, the AP reports that Rita Ora that well, let's start. Taylor Swift is headlining Amazon's global Prime Day in New York. She's like. Prime performing Day concert. with Dua Lipa, SZA, Becky G at this like event. Becky, good for Becky G. Where did Becky G come from? I mean, she's a huge international star. Is she still making yes. music though? Inter- yeah, she's a huge like. I haven't she, heard a new Becky G song. Her in a while. because her songs are all in Spanish, and you are not worldly, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know that she was releasing Spanish constantly. Big songs too. I see her everywhere. Well, that's good. Um, and in the UK for Amazon's uh. Prime Day concert in the UK. Rita Ora is the headline. Er, good for her. That's crazy. That's really good. That's huge. Is Rita Ora because Prime Day is like a huge disappointment. So they're trying to be like, (laughs) you're never going to buy anything you like on Prime Day. I know Prime Day sucks. Prime Day's the fucking worst. It's so disappointing. Have you ever bought anything on Prime Day? No, No, because all of the crap is bad. 
No, and like honestly, it's like get some whack ass like <laughs> lightning cord cable connector that can also like charge your phone, and it's like three dollars, but it's gonna break in two days. Like it's their dumpy. It's it's the day that they used to sell off all their crap that hasn't been selling. I love crap, but I can buy crap any day of the year, and I do. Yeah. Just <sighs> bought a new Kindle. Speaking of fucking Amazon, did you get the shit. Did you get the one that lights up? Yeah, of course. Oh, of course. I just didn't get the one that was fully waterproof because it was really expensive. But I got the a white one that lights up. It lights up. That's good. Yeah. Those are good. We love. I love those. We love those. Um, you put this here. Is Rita the Taylor Swift of the UK? No. <laughs> the answer no. I know yeah, is yeah, no. But, but, but think about it. She could be. Is she? No. But she could be. Anyway. Rita can be anything. Rita can be anything. So you also put this this outfit, which is sort of terrible weird for her well, like so she's ne- she never looks this a blogger like, at Stylecaster wrote an entire post about a taylor about a rita or outfit that they were confused by and i thought it were it was worthy of mention because it's funny she wrote because we know rita or is a fashion she, icon she takes and risks. she always looks so cool and stylish and then this sort of she looks like she got dressed risk. in the dark so it says on thursday night rita or left the restaurant nobu in an outfit I cannot for the life of me wrap my head around. The singer donned a red and white polka dot blouse paired with a brown plaid blazer and boyfriend jeans. That alone is a bit of an on combination, but nothing in which I would turn my head. But on top of the plaid blazer, or had a yellow cardigan tied around her shoulders and was also carrying a patterned Dior bag and wearing bedazzled sunglasses at night, might I add, add in the color block neutral heels or a worn i'm sufficiently confused it was like at least three different decades of fashion mixed with three different patterns and colors coming together to create one ambiguously appealing ensemble honestly i don't even know what to think other than rita or still somehow rocks the outfit which is true it's true she looks weird but good this she- seems like a dare honestly she could put on anything she could wear she could wear the clothes from my closet and they'd be like wow everlane, like style a bunch legend. of everlane shirts and shorts just a bunch of everlane shirts a bunch of Everlane shirts and like really crappy shorts. Rita Ora steps out in Bobby Fingers' Everlane wardrobe. <laughs> Rita Ora busts out of men's linen top. <laughs> well, yeah, busts out. I mean, in she sizzling even Instagram wear, update, put... I'm like in the background. I'm like, what? Why are you wearing my clothes? <laughs> Why are you wearing my clothes? I mean, she's she carrying can, my Patricia Clarkson bag. She can wear anything. She even put this photo here. She can even wear a cartoon Homer Simpson. Bikini. So wait, she's fully naked here, right? She was naked and then they just drew a bikini over her. Is that I what have this no is? No idea. But why is Homer Simpson it's here? So funny. So Rita posted this photo of her in um in a pool. Uh-huh. And it looks like I mean, maybe she's clothed and they just drew over it, but I think she's she was topless in the pool. And then because the bikini that's on it on her is drawn it's this like pink and yellow bikini that's like drawn over her but then there's also more cartoon imagery like drawn over her. there's like a monster in her hand there's like fake water around her and then there's homer simpson drooling why is homer simpson there and i think it looks like someone made this for her i just wrote Um, love this the caption is love this (laughs) same yet again same what is this rita (laughs) is Rita. Is this a new app where you can just like add Simpson images to your thing? Love this. What is Love this? this? What is it? What is this? Who made it? Who made She's so fun. She's, oh, so, she's so fun. fun. She's so fun. You know what else is fun? What? Ending this episode. Oh my God. What a Thank transition. you for listening to yet another episode of Who Weekly. Thank you to um, 
all of our sponsors for, you know, putting up with us. <laughs> um, support us on patreon.com slash weekly for a bi-weekly newsletter. Um, oh, that reminds me. The thing about the Shay Mitchell show that I really love is that, uh, sorry, it's not even a bi, it's bi-weekly new episodes, but they say, um, where is it? The bi-weekly YouTube original series, Almost Ready, will premiere every other Wednesday. Oh, it's every other Wednesday. What? I thought they used bi-weekly because they weren't sure how many episodes they were going to do. And they were like, let's use the word that could mean two things. Well, it does. Well, oh, then they define that they meant every other. <laughs> then they define that they meant every other. Yeah. Um, imagine watching a Shay Mitchell show twice a week. God, imagine Thank being able to do Who Weekly every other week. What a, what a fantasy. Us on, uh, um, support us on patreon.com slash who weekly. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Book, call us at 619 Who Them, especially if you have Bibling Goss or Marianne Williamson Goss, oh, or yeah. if you Give are Marianne Wilson Williamson. Goss, Remember when please. we wanted that fucking um drip ass what are you drip Pete Buttigieg on this podcast? We yeah. were sleeping on Marianne Williamson. And Bip. And Bip. Marion Williamson, come on the podcast. No, we don't want to talk about politics. We want to talk about love. We want to talk about miracles. We want to talk about Laura Dern. We want to talk about um, uh-huh. Oprah. We Oprah. want to talk about everything uh-huh. but politics. Uh-huh. And we will see you on Friday. Happy July, y'all. It's July, y'all. You will say that. And I will tell her girlfriend you were so on.